0: This is 99% Invisible. I'm Roman Mars.
1: So I think we were actually... Were we on that side?
0: And this is radio producer Sean Cole in New York City. This
1: is a reenactment. We're just going to lay this out the way it happened. I'm here with my friend Melissa at the Hudson River on the piers where we were almost exactly a year ago, walking along, you know, casually, pretty drunk. We
0: were. Drunk, talking about poetry. As you do when it's late and you're in a part of town you've never been before, and it feels like anything could happen. Spontaneously, Melissa asked Sean to read her a poem.
2: That one about things being
1: dirty.
0: <laughs> by the late, great Frank O'Hara. Is it dirty? He'd read it to her before.
1: Does it look dirty?
0: He carried that O'Hara book around with him everywhere.
1: That's what you think of in the city. Does it just seem dirty? That's what you think of in the city. You don't refuse to breathe, do you? Someone comes...
0: Sean's a huge them. O'Hara Very fan, which will become important in about two minutes. So anyway, they kept walking. Really? And walking. Yes. Until finally they wind up in a little plaza.
1: Now we're at like a plaza.
0: A plaza framed by two decorative fences with an opening between them. Two fences. Right. They hung out there for maybe 20 minutes, not noticing anything.
2: And then we kept walking to keep on going, and I went, there's words. <laughs>
1: Actually, I remember it me being there's okay, fine, words. Okay, can be you it's fine.
0: <laughs> words in one of the fences.
1: I said like, wait,
0: not carved or inscribed into it.
1: It says something
0: but wrought in into the very metal of the, the fence. fence.
1: It says contributions here, here city of The sea,
0: they go down the length of the fence.
1: City slowly of wharves, reading, and stores, word by word. City of tall facades of marble and iron, proud and passionate city, meddlesome, mad, extra again, extravagant city. Walt Whitman.
0: It was a passage from Whitman, another poet Sean loves, and a big influence on Frank O'Hara. Walt Whitman? They'd run back to the beginning of the sentence. It starts over here. In the fence. The Fentons. City City of of the world. world. For all races are here. All the lands of the earth make contributions here.
1: here. City City of the sea. sea. City City of
0: wharves and stores. stores. City of tall facades. of marble and iron, proud, and passionate city.
1: Passionate city meddlesome, meddlesome mad, mad, extravagant city. And there's more. Holy crap, it's Frank O'Hara. <laughs> it's Frank O'Hara.
0: That's right. The second fence is forged into a line by Frank O'Hara. And it goes like this. One need never never leave leave the confines of New York to get all the greenery one wishes. I can't even enjoy a blade of grass unless I know there's a subway handy handy. or a record store or some other sign that people do not totally regret life.
1: That people do do not totally regret life.
0: It's from O'Hara's poem, Meditations in an Emergency. If you're a Mad Men fan, you've probably heard of it. Sean bent down and scooped his brains up off the concrete. You have to understand,
1: I, I, so I write poems, and you know, poetry is just never treated with this kind of reverence and architectural <laughs> permanence. Do you know what I mean? It's like, like you don't. <laughs> no,
0: no, I totally know.
1: I mean, like you see the, the the like poetry in motion placards on the subway, and that's nice this is like the the balusters of the fence i looked that word up this the spokes um <laughs> of the fence come down and bend around each letter and they sort of hug each letter and each letter is painted gold <laughs> not joking <laughs> and then like oh wait it's these two poets with whom I have l- like an entire life of obsession. I mean, like, I wrote, I promise I won't go on too long about this, but like, I wrote <laughs> 50 pages of uh, <laughs> academic gobbledygook about Whitman uh, for, for part of my, my college thesis. And O'Hara is like my poetry boyfriend. Like I'm just like, <laughs> for one thing, I, th- I, like, I thought he was my poet, you know what I mean? Like right. you have those like artists that you carry around with you and they're like, you've heard of him? You know, kind of thing. <laughs> and um, so like to see him A, you know, rot in metal, it, you know, is one thing, and B, uh, rot in metal next to the poet he O'Hara saw as, like, his, I think he called him, like, my great predecessor, as his big influence. I've, it was the last thing I expected to encounter uh, that night, and I'm glad we went back, because it occurred to us, sitting there this time, you know, I bet it's dated somewhere. Really? I bet there's a date on it. Yeah, in fact, <laughs> it says, The Plaza, Caesar, Pelli, that's P-E-L-L-I, Scott Burton, Sia Armagiani, and M. Paul Friedberg. 1989. 1989.
2: We definitely did not see that last time. No, we didn't. We were like, who? Who did these things? And when? How will we ever know?
0: Always read the plaque.
1: I looked them up. Cesar Pelli is one of the most influential architects in the world. Scott Burton's an artist. He died of AIDS in 1989. Sia Armagiani is alive. He's another artist living in Minnesota. And M. Paul Friedberg? M. Paul Friedberg's office is down the street from my apartment in Manhattan. Hi. I was looking for M. Paul Friedberg. Turns out he's really one of the forerunners of urban landscape design. How are you? Did we speak yesterday? We sat down for 15 or 20 minutes, which quickly became almost an hour, in part because of this whole Homeric feud behind the building of this fence. You ready?
0: Yes, Homericize away.
1: Okay, so Caesar Pelli was the main architect for the entire plaza, and he tapped our guy, Friedberg, as his consultant.
3: And I was very pleased. And normally, after the design was built, you would find places for the art to be located, and then you would go out and select the artist that you wanted. Now, that, that is the traditional, historically the traditional way, Go. I hear a butt
1: coming. But this time, someone else was calling the shots. A planning official, basically.
3: Uh, God, I can't remember his
1: name. I'm sorry. Anyway, this official comes along and says, we want you guys to work with an artist. And
3: the architects are like, sure, of course. But then the official goes, no, you don't quite understand. We want you to use an artist as a co-equal member of the design team.
1: Whoa. Yes. That is, the artists were going to have just as much control as the architects. That's, so that was unheard of, kind of. It was really
3: unheard of, exactly.
1: Um, architects in general were, uh, were unhappy.
2: We're taking away an assignment, a piece of turf, Uh, that architects
3: have always had. Richard Kahn is the guy's name. Richard Kahn. I'm Richard Kahn.
1: Former head of the Battery Park City Authority, which controlled this project.
3: And we we argued him, and then he said, you don't quite understand. That's the way it's going to be, whether you work on it or not. Okay. Oh, wow. So he was
1: threatening your jobs, (laughs) basically. Uh So the artists were chosen, as usual, through a competition.
3: Now, we were not part of the judging either. This is a fait accompli for oh, you guys. Oh, absolutely. We were handed these two guys
1: Sia Armagiani and Scott Burton, the two other names on the plaque. So they're both artists. And Scott happened to be acquainted with Frank O'Hara. I brought them all into a room.
3: We met them for the first time. And I said,
1: I would like you to
2: come up with a, uh, a wonderful plan for the public space. So it's sorry, it was a very chilly, hostile environment.
1: They were Uh, like eyeing each other suspiciously. uh,
2: I mean, yeah. I mean, they just knew what the others were saying about each other, (laughs) and uh, and how badly, um, and just you know, each didn't want the other to be involved. And it was, and again, it was on principle. Um, So I just left them alone. I closed the door, left them alone. Call me when you have something to show.
3: (laughs) So we met once, and
2: they went on for a number of weeks.
3: Met twice, met three times, and began to develop a certain trust in each other they
2: fell in love with each other
3: and we established rules and the rules i think were essential if any of us there were four if any of us any one of us did not want the design that was proposed okay? of the other three it had to be discarded it it got time to do the 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 fence and see his idea not Scotsy, but of you. Okay. It was primarily Sia's idea. The because it also was part of his tradition.
1: Sia's from Iran, where poetry is actually not mocked openly. One need never leave the confines of New York to get all the greenery one wishes.
3: He, he selected the quote, not the rest of us.
1: I can't even enjoy a blade of grass unless I know there's a subway handy.
3: And. We then took Sia's idea
1: or a record store
3: and made it work
1: physically or some other sign in the fence. That's that's my job in this. That people do not totally regret life. So I called Sia Armijani, and he didn't want to be interviewed for the radio. He did, however, want to go out for coffee sometime and talk about poetry. He said many people, many poets of what was known as the New York School of Poetry, John Ashbery in them, called him after the fence was unveiled to thank him for such a wonderful tribute to their friend and colleague Frank O'Hara. O'Hara's sister Maureen called. There were tears, he said, to thank him.
2: I mean, I, I, I just wanted to be in touch with him.
1: This is Maureen O'Hara. Can I just say how electrocuting it is to talk with someone who shares the same genetic material as your personal messiah? Your brother is my favorite.
2: Oh, Sean, aren't you wonderful?
1: It's true. She says she loved the idea from when they first mailed her the design on paper.
2: The uh, drawings were sent to me in 1985.
1: And when she finally saw it in the flesh?
2: I was, it was, I was just absolutely astonished and delighted. and it was, it was very emotional.
1: Plus, just aesthetically, she said, the thing is brilliant.
2: And the way the, the letters are formed and yeah. how they are set into the railing and how and they shine and they sparkle. you know.
1: I mean, it really must have been quite a surprise. It
2: still is today to me. I feel oh. the same way. And Frank would have loved it so much just as he loved collaborating with his friends. <laughs> you know? I mean, because really, in the spirit of it is so
1: collaborative. So collaborative.
2: And it's especially interesting in that not get this kind of attention.
1: I know. I was that's <laughs> why I was so shocked. I'm like not only is it poetry I but know. it's Walt Whitman and Frank O'Hara. I feel like that's a deep cut and I like know. I know. You know, normally poetry's so either maligned or ignored, yes. You
2: yes. Know? And it was it's so wonderful for Walt Whitman. I mean, it, Yes,
1: I mean, let's so, not forget.
3: Oh, it's just it would just be such a thrill. But to me, I think poetry want I think there should be poetry should be in in our gardens, in our parks.
1: This, again, is... and Paul Friedberg. Right. And this actually taps into a major design principle of his.
3: I think information should be layered in in our environment.
1: Information. Information
3: should be layered. Cultural information, it should be layered in the environment. Not didactically. It should be an integral part, when I say layered, that if you are interested, you extract it. A wall, it's a structural entity. How do you express that? It has force, it has power, okay? That's a very important part. of it. So the way you design the wall. But then again, the wall is also a billboard, okay? I see. So how do you then express, what kind of information do you express on a billboard? It can be decorative, it can be color, right? It can be anything, right? Like that. The idea that you're looking at a fence and yet you walk away with the thought as well. You know the fence is a barrier, so you, you almost have like a contradiction here. It breaks the barrier, okay? Poetry breaks the barrier, the idea that it doesn't stop you. It begins something, you yeah? know So I well, mean I'm, I'm making that up no, as no, I go that's great. as I go. yeah.: So where
1: do you end up with all this? It's funny. Um Melissa and I sort of had the same thought about it when we went back f- again for the second visit this time. About, like, Whitman and O'Hara sort of looking down on the fence from someplace.
2: I hope they know. I mean, I don't even know if I believe in the afterlife, but it would be cool if they knew.
1: It would, it really would be. I think about that all the time. Really? Yeah, it would especially be cool for, for O'Hara. And it really makes me want to go back in time and say to Frank O'Hara, it's going to be okay, because one day a line from a poem that you wrote, or in fact that you may have yet to write, will be ensconced in bronze in a fence... In New York City, next to a line by Walt Whitman. So don't worry. If somebody came and said that to me, I think I'd, uh. I think I'd, 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 I'd you know, feel a lot better than I
0: usually do. Invisible was produced this week by Sean Cole, Melissa O'Donnell, and me, Roman Mars. Two gay poets, too, I might add. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. It's a project of KALW 91.7 Local Public Radio in San Francisco and the American Institute of Architects in San Francisco.
2: It's the punctuation that gets me. Yeah, it kills you. Parentheses in a fence. (laughs) Come on!
0: Try it yourself. Go to squarespace.com slash invisible for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code invisible to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. You can find this show and like the show on Facebook. All of us are on Twitter, Instagram, and Spotify. But to find out more about this story, including cool pictures and links, and listen to all the episodes of 99% Invisible, you must go to 99PI. Dot org radiotopia from
2: prx